Hello, Anchor, and welcome to another episode of Film Fridays. I am your host, Sir Cal, and this is Geek Source Entertainment. We got a lot of upcoming uh, stuff to talk about. Like, by what I mean by upcoming is a lot of announcements this week for upcoming stuff. Um, a lot of trailers got released this week, so not a lot of big stories, but like a lot of trailers. Um, so that's going to be the main topic for the day. I hope you enjoy. Let's kick it off, shall we? You're listening to Geek Source Entertainment. Alright, so, in trailer news, we got trailers for Bumblebee, the, um, Bumblebee, the Transformers spinoff. My thoughts on that are, well, I would really encourage you to go check out my Stardust reaction because I thought my Stardust reaction is really good. But my opinion on that was, meh. It does kind of look interesting. It is kind of cool to see Bumblebee in the um, in that classic Transformers series uh, as like the, the the Volkswagen Beetle. I think that was really cool, but. And uh, the, the movie looks okay. It seems to be more like the Iron Giant. Those kind of like, you know, fish out of water stories like the Iron Giant, like E.T., that sort of thing. But honestly, like, this series should have died like four movies ago. Is like, And that's my, that, that was my thing on Stardust. What do we want? This series to die, you know? And, and, and so... I, I, the, this movie, this initial trailer anyways, outside of Haley Steinfeld, because she seems to be an actually good actress, um, you know, there's really not much promising about the film to me, especially in terms of the fact that this is a spinoff to a series that has been run into the ground by Michael Bay. Uh, and I just, there's not enough there. Like, this trailer didn't blow me away. So, and, and and it still kind of felt like a Michael Bay film. Like, some of the things in there kind of felt like, oh, that's something Michael Bay might do. So, I don't know. I, we'll see. Um, we got a trailer for uh, Lego Movie. Uh, Lego Movie 2, the second part. That looks really funny. That looks good. Like, that seems to be following the lines of... Uh, the original movie and the, the trailer seems to be pointing towards a like it seems to be if this the if the what's going on in their world is indicative of anything I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing like probably the real world expo- exploration like the first film did with him and his father of this boy and his sister now because it looks like the sister is like the enemy um, in this film and it does look it, it looks really cool um we got our look at Ralph Breaks the Internet, um, and that looks that looks really fun. I thought that was that was a genuine, um, a genuinely like funny trailer, um, and I think that that'll be that'll be something that we'll hopefully see more of. Is good sequels. Um, I like the idea of good sequels. And Ralph Breaks the Internet, uh, I haven't seen the first one yet, so I need to see that, but Ralph Breaks the Internet, the first, um, the first part, like, the, the trailer where they go and, like, they see everything, like, Iron Man and Star Wars and all that, that looks really cool. I really liked the, uh, the, uh, the auto-suggest thing where, like, he starts to say something and then, he says, uh, 
and then the thing starts suggesting words on him. I, I thought that was great. Like, yeah, that that was funny. Um, because we've all been there with Google where we're like we're searching for something and it just it suggests like a ton of things. And I thought that was a really creative incorporation of that. Um, and then of course the moment at the end with the princesses was just great. Um, it was really cool to see some of those princesses in, like, actual 3D animation. Um, like, I really, I really like, um, the design for, like, Pocahontas and Cinderella. Um, it's funny because, like, Moana is in there, and she looks identical to how she looked in the first, the, in her movie. Um, but that's to be, uh, that's to be, like... Duh, because she was already a 3D movie. But it is interesting because it looks like they they tweaked the design for Rapunzel a bit from Tangled. I don't know what it was, but she looked slightly different. I don't know what it was. Um, but it was really cool. Like I and I loved the 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 clips. Have you have, you know have you been poisoned, kidnapped? You know, and then uh, yeah, I just loved the. I loved it. Uh, that was great. Like, are are you okay? Should I call the police? Just. just um, and then in other sequel news, I have not seen this trailer yet, but we just got a trailer like yesterday for How to Train Your Dragon 3, and I did see some still shots, and, uh, yeah, the main character has a beard. I'm, I'm, that, that is, I mean, like, yeah, even animated characters have better beards than me. I am incredibly jealous. Bah! Um, and then we got a trailer for, uh... A Robin Williams HBO documentary called uh, "Come Inside My Mind," and that looks that looks really good. Looks like a tearjerker. Uh, I'm actually kind of excited for that. Like, I, I bring the tissues because I'll be, you know, I'll be probably a bawling mess. But it does look really, really fun. Um, well, not fun, but good um, because yeah, the guy did. Yeah, you know, you know the story with Robin Williams. Uh, if you don't look it up, it's kind of depressing how he went. And yeah, so the movie looks like it's going to be good, but sad too. Uh, yeah, no me. Yeah, oh, fine. I, uh, the person died. Hey. <laughs> oh man, I, that sense did not come out right, man. Um, uh, oh, and we got our first logo look at the Wonder Woman sequel. The logo is WW84. So this kind of confirms that the, the rumors that this movie will take place in the 1980s. Um, and it's going to take place in 1984. So, so, yeah, I'm excited, very, very excited for uh, Wonder Woman. That's all we know. There's no, been, no, no poster, no teaser trailer, nothing. Like, we just got our first look at the logo for Wonder Woman, and it's WW84. So it looks like the title of the film is going to be Wonder Woman 84. I think it'd be cool if they did Wonder Woman 1984. It's kind of like a thing to, you know, the book 1984, maybe. Um, and maybe that's why they went with 84. Who knows? But, uh, yeah. So, that's that's the, the that's the upcoming stories. We got a lot of good-looking films. Outside of Bumblebee, the rest of the films coming out this week have been really interesting, I think, and are looking really good so far. Again, a lot of them are, like, our first or second looks. So, um, but, yeah. That's uh, that's the upcoming stories for the week. All right, so next story we're going to be talking about, uh, this next section here will be kind of split. So some good, some not so good. Um, and we'll start with not so good first so we can get to the good stuff. Um, and that was uh, 
um, Star Wars actress who played Rose in The Last Jedi, uh, Kelly Marie Tran, was has left Instagram. And according to reports, it was because harassment from, you know, bullies and fans fans if you want to call them that um for those of you air quotes for those of you listening um you know and yeah so she deleted everything on her instagram her instagram isn't like gone like daisy ridley she just has zero posts now and you know this was really something that was you know quite sad because for a couple of reasons like she'd expressed apparently you know I, i'd seen screenshots from some of the images she'd expressed you know that you know being outgoing and being on social media it was nerve-wracking for her because of the fact that you know she's doesn't it's you know i don't remember her exact reasons but it just it was not her natural environment so that that, that was sad that you know people were harassing someone who talked about how they don't really like being out in public and you know putting going out there and you know but we're doing it for the fans and then the fans just you know fans again air quotes um did this to her and and regardless of your opinion of the last jedi there that doesn't excuse um the the that doesn't excuse the oh, what's what's the word i'm looking for the it doesn't excuse that kind of behavior it doesn't excuse that kind of uh actions for a an, uh, you know like the, the person is not their character you know like and it's sad that you know people take fandom so seriously and honestly this is the um this is kind of the the nature of fandom nowadays and honestly the worst part about star wars is the fans these days i've said it before i mean it's uh, you know famously jake lloyd was put you know has gone to a mental institution because of schizophrenia because of the harassment he got after playing anakin skywalker in the phantom menace you know and so it's just it's a really sick situation like putting someone in a mental institution isn't enough for these people um but uh, there was something that um, I'm trying to find it here. I really liked what um, I really liked what Ryan Johnson and Mark Hamill had to say. Um, and you know, and what what Ryan Johnson said was, you know, I, I really liked what he said. So, well, actually, first I'll start with I'll start with Luke because. Um, um, come on, sorry. I'm I'm trying to my my the formatting of the app I'm working with keeps on moving the photos around on me. Uh, for some no, for unknown reason, I took screenshots uh, so I can in the video maybe edit them in so I can show. But I really like what Mark Hamill said, where basically you know he tweeted out support where he got a picture of him and um, Kelly Marie together, and you know what's not to love? Hashtag get a life nerds, and uh, I thought that was really heartwarming. Um, and, but I really, I really liked what Ryan Johnson said, you know, what we talk about when we talk about man babies on social media, a few unhealthy people can cast a big shadow on the wall. But over the past four years, I've met lots of real fellow Star Wars fans. We like and dislike stuff, but we do it with humor, love, and respect. We're the vast majority. We're having fun and doing just fine. I like that he put that out there. Like, 
Star Wars fans, true Star Wars fans, have disagreements. You can love The Last Jedi. You can hate The Last Jedi. But that doesn't necessarily mean you don't like Star Wars anymore just because you like or hate. Because in some people's minds, if you love the Star Wars, you're a Disney shell and you're not a true Star Wars fan. And in some people's minds, if you don't like The Last Jedi, well, you're not a true Star Wars fan. And I think both are ridiculous. You know, just because one film isn't for everyone doesn't mean that it's, you know, doesn't mean you're less of a Star Wars fan. Um, and he did get the, uh, the the reply, you know, someone someone hit him, you know, just because someone criticizes your film doesn't mean harassment, to which Ryan Johnson replied. I'm not sure if these responses are disingenuous or people are honestly being fed a narrative from elsewhere about all this stuff and really don't hear what I'm saying. Either way, I think what I've said, I've said it clearly enough, basically that, you know, you can like or dislike the film. Just don't harass people, you know? Um, and of course, they were, they were, quote you know going there were some arguments back and forth about that and it's like literally people like making that point of you know just because you don't like a movie doesn't give you the and like some people almost almost defending it and it was really kind of just sick um like yeah and but i really liked what he said that you know the that you know we like and dislike stuff but we do it with humor love and respect we're the vast majority. We're having fun and doing just fine. I, I liked that response a lot because it just shows that, you know, yeah. I, I, Ryan Johnson has always been a guy that I kind of respect. I've, I've seen interviews with him. I've seen, um, you know, with the behind the scenes and stuff. And he just seems to be, you know, like or dislike his movies, including The Last Jedi. He seems to be a nice guy, you know, a decent fellow. So I, li I, I like him, if nothing else, because I think he's he's a nice guy. Um and so there, there's, there was that story, um, you know, and of course, this isn't the first time it happened, like I mentioned, Jake Lloyd, Daisy Ridley a couple years ago was bullied off of Instagram, she completely deleted her account, and so it's just this really sickening trend, um, yeah, but it was also nice to see, you know, actual Star Wars fans, including the people involved, like Ryan Johnson, like Mar ha Mark Hamill and others rallying behind, um, Kelly Marie, Kelly Marie Tran. I really liked it um, to see that, and I and I, I also liked seeing. There were some people who said, "Look, I didn't like the Last Jedi, but that doesn't excuse this." And I think she's a great, you know, I think she's a great person. And that's kind of the saddest part was Kelly Marie Tran, like her hater character. I always thought she was, you know, like this bundle of joy, and she everything I saw her in, she always seemed so excited to be a part of the the Star Wars franchise. And, you know, and it was really like, it, but kind of, I remember watching some of the interviews and behind the scenes and stuff, you know, the, the pre-release hype and seeing her in that and, and getting a bit more excited because she was excited. She was, it was infectious and, you know, I, you know, so it was kind of sad to see such a nice person get harassed online to the point where they feel like they, that they just can't put themselves out there anymore and that they can't have their own opinion or their own, you know, um, so yeah and then um in other news in good news more positive news um today uh we got our first look at uh the new halloween sequel apparently this sequel here is going to be a direct sequel to the original halloween film it's not going to address from what i under understand anyways it's not going to acknowledge the other sequels or reboots it's, it's a direct 
you know, so many years later sequel to the original Halloween, and it does look good. I've not seen the original Halloween, but it does look good. Like, I, I, Jamie Lee Curtis looks awesome in this, and yeah, I really liked, I, I really liked her point where you know she says to the police officer, you know. Um, what does she say? She says, every day I would pray for his release, that he would escape or something like that. And then the police are like, why? And she's like, so I could kill him. It's just, I don't know, the, the, that delivery was great. And I really liked, like, to th- this just looks cool. Um, it looks like a cool movie. And, and then, of course, the, the ending with the jump scare of, like, them trying to shut the closet. And then, you know, the closet then not wanting to shut. And then so the character opens it. Nope, there's, there's the guy. You know, it was like, eh. Um, maybe this Halloween I'll go see an actual, an actual, uh, an actual Halloween film. Yeah, really excited for that. Um, I should, I know I wanted to connect that to, um, connect that, I should have connected that to the previous segment, but I just saw the news before, um, before, uh, I started recording this section, so... Um, but yeah, let me know what you think in either a voice message on, on, uh, Anchor or leave your comments, um, on YouTube down below. So yeah, let me know what you think. All right. So the next, the next thing I want to talk about is, uh, some Warner Brothers news. So the first bit of news, uh, this is coming from the HollywoodReporter.com. Uh, Diane Nelson, the president of DC Entertainment, um, who has been with the company for 22 years, has left Warner Brothers. Um, she's been on leave for several months and has not returned to the studio. Nelson took a leave of absence in, in late March in order to focus on family-related issues. She had been expected to return, but sources say that very recently she decided to not resume her duties, announcing her plan to Warner Brothers uh, Entertainment CEO Kevin... Obviously, his last name. Um, and on Wednesday, uh, he revealed the move in a company-wide announcement. Diane has been a friend and a colleague, as well as a valued member of the Warner Brothers family for more than 20 years. Throughout her tenure, her leadership and contributions have helped shape the way the studio operates today, and we're better for having had her on our team. While we're sad she'll be leaving us, we completely respect and support her decision. Whatever her next chapter holds, I know she'll make it amazing. Uh, the framework, the the interim framework right now sees Thomas Gawecki, Gawek, Gawek. I don't know how to say that last name. Uh, who serves as chief digital officer and executive vice president, strategy and business development at Warner Brothers, overseeing the DC executive management team of Dan DeDito. One second. Sorry, someone out there is making a crap ton of noise noise with a blender. Um, And so, yeah, Thomas Gawecki is Chief Digital Officer, Executive uh, VP Strategy and Business Development at Warner Brothers. And he's overseeing the DC Executive Management team of Dan DiDio, Jim Lee, Jeff Johns, and Amit Desai. Uh, Warner Brothers Consumer Products President Pam Lifford will now report directly to uh, the Warner Brothers CEO. So... Yeah, I mean, there's more to this, and it's it's interesting. I, I, when I first saw the report, I was worried that she got fired or something, or but no, it just has to do with family matters. So we, I mean, uh, Warner Brothers in DC uh, have not had a good track record when it comes to people leaving for family issues. Um, look at Zack Snyder's film. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, 
I, I think that whatever is going on that that a family personally related to her that you know um she feels it's better off that she not be in the company i hope that things work out for her and yeah um it's disappointing uh to see that she will not be back but um you know all the all the power to her i think so and i i hope i hope things are better moving forward in her personal life um now, in good news for Warner Brothers, uh, they signed a deal with the producer over at the CW, Greg Berlanti, worth over three hundred million dollars. Like, holy crap! Oh man. Um, yeah, they the they've signed a um a deal with him that extends to twenty twenty four at a, around three hundred million dollars, and yeah. Um, that is exciting news for Greg Berlanti. Um, he's got a secure job with Warner Brothers now, so we're probably going to see, you know, more shows from him on the CW network. Um, and yeah, of course, I'm trying to read the Wall Street Journal and they've, uh, they, uh, like I was able to read the article earlier and for whatever reason, let's see if maybe it'll let me. Yeah, no, it doesn't let me. So yeah. I have to either subscribe to them or sign in in order to read the full story. So, um, but I, I really don't think there's too much there. Just that, you know, I, I've the I've seen the social media feedback, and there doesn't seem to be much to the story outside of they've signed a deal. He's with them for two hundred uh, till two thousand twenty-four, and um, yeah, it's three million dollars, three hundred million dollars. Like, whew, to be a producer sometimes would be great. I hope I I do actually have dreams of aspiring to be an actor. It'll never happen though. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, if you're Warner Brothers, some bad news, some good news for you this week. Um, I hope everything works out with uh, you know, Diane, yeah, Diane Nelson. I hope everything works out with her and uh, good, good job, Greg Berlanti for getting out there. Um, yeah, good to see things are working for Warner Brothers at least on the the TV end. So, yeah, let me know what you think. Um, leave leave a comment below or call in if you're on Anchor or, yeah. All right, so in sad news um, this week, the last living munchkin from The Wizard of Oz, uh, Jerry Marin, died at the age of 98. Um, the actor died in the San Diego nursing care facility and... He, they don't know what his cause of death was, but he reportedly suffered from dementia. Um, and yeah, uh, th this was kind of like a really sad, like, ah, really, man, news when I read it because it was like I, I liked The Wizard of Oz a lot, and um, you know, so that scene was always one of my favorite scenes in the film when you know the Munchkins are welcoming her in. So it's kind of sad to see that they've, they've all died. Just he was he he lived a long life though he lived till till ninety eight years old so that was a yeah that, that that was a rough story when I read it nah. um and then this brings up a story a related article that I don't believe I covered when it happened Margot Kidder the original Lois Lane from the uh, nineteen seventy eight Superman film died um in the middle of may like i believe on may 12th or 13th i could be wrong about the date but she died as well um and i don't believe i ever covered it on this show so yeah 
Um, it's ugh. Ben. Yeah, I, I, I remember seeing the Superman film when I was like 10 or 12 years old and just being like devastated when I heard that she died because, you know, the the other actresses that have played Lois Lane's have been great. Um, like, I really like Amy Adams' portrayal of her in the, in the current films, and I can't remember her name, but Lois Lane in Smallville was also really good. I, I'm, uh, but... As as great as they've been, you know, Margot Kidder was always the Lois Lane. You know, she kind of made the portrayal of the character classic. So, you know, was really disappointed to hear that news. And, yeah, so to lighten things up a bit, we do have a bit of good news. And that's if you're a fan of Top Gun. Last week we reported that, you know, they've started production on Top Gun, sequels uh, on the sequel. And uh, Val Kilmer is back for uh, the sequel. So... Yeah, Val Kilmer will star opposite Tom Cruise in Top Gun Maverick. This is from TheRap.com. And a rep for Paramount declined to comment on the casting of Kilmer, who has been spotted around the San Diego Hotel the studio has been using since production last week. Uh, Kilmer, who played aviator Tom Iceman... Kazansky and Cruz's chief rival in the original film is repped by CAA and Hirsch, Wallerstein, Ham, Matloff, and Fishman. Okay, that was a weird sentence. Titled Top Gun Maverick, the new film is set to hit theaters July 12, 2019. Um, and Kilmer was previously teased on Facebook that he was offered Top Gun 2. Not often you get to say yes without reading the script. So it looks like he's you know, he's going to do it. Shortly after the post, however, Kilmer updated his Facebook post and said he had been premature in making the announcement. This is a long way off, so calm down. This has been talked about for a long, long time. Being offered a role is very different from doing the role. Um, it was such a... Uh, I jumped the top gun. An innocent mistake. I love that pun there. Um, it was such a wonderful phone call with my agent. Um, but yeah, it does look like... Um, it does look like if, if it's not confirmed that he's back he's open to coming back which is the most like yes please um so top gun fans rejoice val kilmer is coming back unless you unless you don't like val kilmer then then that's a problem for you um and so but yeah um that does wrap up all the stories that i have I have to get to work again because i always seem to you know no matter how early i start i always seem to manage to be like 10 minutes before i have to be to work uh, so thankfully I live really close so it's only about a two minute drive but I am Sir Cal this has been Film Fridays and I will see you I'll see you next week um yeah hope you enjoyed the episode <laughs>